Who's the best wrestler in the world? Is it Kenny Omega? Is it John Moxley? Is it Brian Danielson? I'm just curious. Tell me, Dave. Who's the? Is it your boy Kenny? Is it John? Yeah, laugh all you want, dipshit. I'm the fucking man now. <laughs> Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh, with me on the phone because I am now Aquaman. Um, Chris Koffler, what is <laughs> up, my dude? What's going on? You know, just feeling the burn over here. Um, I don't know if I'm a mummy or, I don't, or if I'm turning into Aquaman because it looks like I have a seahorse on my chest. Jeez, yeah, I saw it. It's rough. You've, you've been on the shelf for a little while now. The back injury, now the burn. Yeah. I, do I even lift? <laughs> do i even do anything anymore i'm like I no. don't even, i'm like chris i don't want to travel because the seatbelt hurts yeah it, it hurts looks like it I hey, at least at least you're staying fit man i gotta give you kudos there you're staying fit yeah just not eating like an idiot and um i don't i, I can't exercise because i'm not supposed to sweat doctor says don't sweat i said that's all i do <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. Just don't sweat. Got it. Like he's hey, like, hey, it's a good thing you don't have that outside job anymore, right? I, I wouldn't be able to work. So thankfully, I'm fortunate to work from home. Yes. Um, if you want to see the the wicked burn, it's two weeks in. It's on my Twitter account. I posted it today. Uh, Josh Kimmel OUS. You can follow Chris RTW. Chris, check in on his Bleacher Report refund. Chris, did we get the Bleacher Report refund? Bleacher Report refund yet? So I, uh, after last week's show, waited a few more days. I did get an email from them that they were going to eventually do it. And then I've been watching my account since last week. And I'm happy to finally report that I finally got my $49.99 back. Let's go. Let's go. It's over. Finally. Let's go. Chris, congratulations. Um, Thank you. I feel like there's some congratulations in order. Like, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with the forty nine ninety nine? Um, I bought a tank of gas. <laughs> no, let's let's say I used it for something fun. You know what? I it was forty nine ninety nine. Just got taken out of my debit card for another year of uh, Nintendo Switch, having access to all the extras, Nintendo, Sega, Mario Kart expansion pack. So let's say I used it for that. That's a lot more fun. Yeah, that's good. Good for you in that. On that, you know, um, since we're talking about video games, real quick, I just want to say shout out to Sony. You're the worst company in the world, worst customer support in the world. <laughs> I go to your chat, your chat option on your stupid website. After answering like three questions, you literally said, "We are way too busy to accommodate your service or your request right now. Please try tomorrow." Are you wow. serious? Wow. <sighs> then I was on hold for forty minutes. To get my simple simple phone number changed on my account to do the two-step verification. And you said, Josh, I'm ready. And it was literally like 758. And I'm like, I'm still on hold. So what happened was I got water, <laughs> like I told you I was gonna do, and I walked upstairs, yep. and as soon as I took a step in this room, somebody picked up. I was like, let's go. Let's go. I was about to hang up on this person. I was so happy. It got fixed. I'm I'm back. I'm back. Baby. There we go. So <clears throat> both of us got our issues resolved this week. It's a good week. Yes. Mine only took two hours. Yours took two months. Three weeks. Or whatever it was. Gosh. <laughs> All right, but here we're here to talk about some wrestling. And I know I know there's a big event this weekend. I know there's a huge event going on this weekend, but we're honestly not going to cover it because we're not going to watch ROH on Friday night. Um, we're going to go ahead and <laughs> – 
we'll, we'll just read the results the next day or see some see some uh some video clips because I'm not going to order ROH. How about you? No, I, I will not be ordering ROH. Now, is it in the Honor Club? Like, is it the nine ninety nine or is it a full pay per view price? Because if it's the nine ninety nine, I might subscribe for a, a, a month and just cancel it because it's only nine ninety nine. Um, I have not really looked too much into. It. I mean, it looks. Looks like a really good show. They have a very good lineup. Yeah, I mean, it's a very good lineup. And you know they're going to want to put on a, a banger show because they're going to rival SmackDown's go-home show. So, yes. I mean, I'm kind of interested in seeing this. Um, I'm, I'm going to be watching the other stuff on, the, on Saturday and Sunday as well. I don't know what you're going to do. Are you going to be watching both shows live? Or are you going to be... I don't know how much I'll be able to catch of any of it, actually, this week. It's... It's the Mrs. Birthday this weekend, so again? you know we're going to be doing again. <laughs> yes, every year <laughs> it's happened yet again this year. Damn, <laughs> just like last year. I hope it doesn't happen next year, man. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. It depends on what she feels like doing because her birthday is on Sunday, so it's going to be up to her. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get some. Not, I'm not that I'm trying. To like hang out anywhere because you know this burn does suck, but I did want to like, I don't know. My doctor said I know this has nothing to do with the show, but my doctor says it would be fully healed by WrestleMania, and it's a stupid question, a stupid thing to say. But I asked, I told him, I said WrestleMania is this date. Do you think it'll be good by then? And he literally said two weeks tops. Today's the second week, exactly. Yeah. So I'm not there yet, but maybe it'll be there. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to watch it with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Not Sunday show. Saturday show. Saturday. Yeah. Sunday. We're too old for that. Yeah. I, I might not even stay up. Well, the good news on Saturday is I know the main event's going to be Charlotte and Rhea, and I plan on going to bed early. So, <laughs> of I, course. Yeah. I don't care about that at all. Um, all right. AEW, the real professional wrestling show. It was a good show this week. I saw the card going in, and I was like, this is not going to be a good show. Because it looks like it's 10 squash matches and one good match. And that's kind of what it was. Except for they make their squash matches competitive. Yeah. At least. Most of them. Um, I don't know about you. I just want to do a quick little, not recap, but a little review. Um, I did not watch Orange Cassidy's match. Not one second. Didn't care. Don't care. Of course not. Didn't watch anything about the women. Don't care. Don't care. Seriously. Don't care. So I don't know what happened. You have to fill me in. But I watched everything else. Okay. Did so, I miss anything with the butcher and the blade and orange? No. Okay. Did I miss was, anything with the women? No. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so I mean, exactly. <laughs> nothing, you live, nothing you can't live without. I mean, Orange Cassidy retained, um, and the outcast did the thing that they do every week. Oh, they they spray painted a green L on. Well, they look like they were going to, you know, after the match. It was the matches there, but it really, the point of that is after the match, and you know that's whenever they start beating up on whoever they're fighting that week, and then Rio and someone else comes out. Rio. Yeah, and then that doesn't, and then they just beat the crap out of them. Well, I will say that for once, heel the heels weren't stupid heels. It was whenever Rio and someone else came out, it was still three on two. So they stood their ground and just beat the crap out of them. But then who came out last? Oh, I can't even remember because I didn't like it. Was it someone Jamie? else came? I thought Jamie Hader came out last and she almost 
clothesline the hell out of somebody and they dock, they dug, dug, got out of the way. Yeah, well, the, whoever came out last beat up everyone, but all the heels, just the outcast, they stood there and just watched as she took down each one of them one by one. I'm like, why were you ambushing everyone else? But this person, you're like standing in line waiting. So that part was bad. I didn't like that. Well, the whole thing's bad. The whole women's division is bad, um, which we'll probably cover in all access later on the show. Um, but let's get right into our first topic of the night. Our biggest, is it our biggest topic? Brian Danielson? Like, did anyone expect him to stay babyface? Did anyone, did I, did, did Josh Kimmel tell you this was going to happen? <laughs> like always. Like this. I don't know. I just, I, my only thing was, I didn't know if they were going to keep doing what they were doing, which is just keep him off to the side and kind of doing his own thing and not really be a part of the group is what it felt like. But if he's going to be around, yeah, it makes sense. He's a founding member. He is one of the yeah. original. You can't just leave. And plus, this is a high-profile feud. This is more. This is probably the top feud in the business right now. Um, not, yeah. not, not the business of wrestling, but in AEW. In AEW. So no, I'm glad they're doing it though. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I love the way they did it. Um, I'm sitting there watching the you know the come out and the the the, the save, and I'm like, when's he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it next week? Is he gonna do it now? He's going to do it now. And I'm like, he's going to do it now. Let's go. And he, he, <laughs> as soon as he did it, I, I mean, we all knew it was coming. I mean, you had yeah. to be a complete moron not to understand what was happening. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Like, it was one of my favorite moments of, the, of wrestling this year. I loved it. I love his I, – I just love him. Yeah. And what he said I definitely. I just – I love the direction that that group is going in. They feel like they kind of have a purpose because they feel like – when Regal was there, they kind of had a purpose. And then after he left, like they just seemed a little directionless. And I feel like they're kind of back on course now. Yes. And it ties in perfectly with the whole hangman situation. Like the way they tell stories, the elite and you know, whatever Tony Khan, whoever else is involved, that's the way to do it. They had this long drawn out story with hangman and Moxley and they had the elite doing their own thing. And then they had, you know, the like you said, the the BCC doing their own thing, kind of like Claudio and Yuta doing their own thing, whereas Danielson's going up. So, so everything is revolving around the feud with Hangman and Moxley. Mm-hmm. And now Moxley is seeking, not really seeking help or backup, but the elites are the elite are accepting him in, except for Kenny, because he's obviously conflicted. The whole thing is just beautiful. This is, this is old school AEW. Like, this is what... They used to do. And yeah. I have a theory on something and a lot of people aren't going to like this. Uh-oh. Punk. What are you Punk leaving may have saved this company as far as stories go. Not merchandise, not money, not revenue, but as far as story. Everyone wants to say, and I was one of this, those people too. When Cody left, the place went downhill. Yep. When Punk got there, his segments were good. But no, MJF segments were good, but really nobody else's. It kind of like went because because Omega was away, the Elite were doing whatever there. Now I feel like they're not focusing so much on Punk, and they can focus back on the way they were. Yeah, there was so much emphasis put on Punk stories, and not anyone else's. Yeah, because it always felt like he was the biggest deal over all the champions, over anything else that was going on. Yeah, it, it definitely felt like everything was secondary to whatever he was doing. 
And so now we're seeing a punkless AEW in stride with the elite on top, with you know Jericho still on top. Like the main players are there. Pretty much everyone's there that should be there. Yeah. Except for a couple, you know, Adam Cole's come back. Brian Danielson just came back. So like, it feel like they're back back where they were before Punk showed up. Yeah, well, there's a lot of moving parts, and they all matter. Like, think about that. Revolution. Was it Revolution? All Out? Whatever it was. When when Cole and Brian Danielson debuted. Last night, we saw Cole wrestle for the first time, and Brian Danielson come back. Yeah, I didn't think about that. They both debuted together, and they both returned on the same night. Yes. And, I mean, Brian's wasn't that long. It was, what, three weeks, like you said. But yeah. he was still gone for a while, and he had that video of, like, ah, it's time to go home. So it was kind of a surprise for him to come back so soon. Yep, for sure. Love in the direction. I mean, they can't be perfect. right? There's some, there's some glaring errors. Where's Will Hobbs? I know he gets his little segment, but, what, three minutes? He's a champion. He should get more. Yep. Um, the women's division still sucks. They still they did they aren't like, doing the matches we want where we don't know who's gonna win. Yeah. They're still not doing that. And like I'm just confused because I mean AEW's been around since twenty nineteen. They started to show a small period of time where they were figuring it out. Like, how have you still not figured out that division yet? Like I don't understand. I feel like they have some potential there, but it's just, it's the same thing. They get one small minor talking segment and then you get the nine thirty match, the cool down before the main event. And that's it. Do you think, why is, I just don't get why that's, why that's all they get. Well, do you think it's a talent issue or a booking issue? Because I think it's, now I, I get it. They're not maybe some of the superstar level. I mean, now I mean they've got some stars there though. Maybe okay. Maybe you're going to say they're not quite on star, quite on par with WWE. But I think they have some people there that they could make feel important. Because haven't we always said that about AEW? They sometimes make people feel important, so they they can do it. They just haven't. I feel like there's enough there to make it at least feel somewhat watchable, somewhat interesting. Is it going to be the most interesting thing? Maybe not, but you could make it a lot more watchable than what it is now to where, you know, you're not always saying you, you always use it. Oh, that's my time to go put my kid to sleep or go, you know, finish the laundry. Or, you know what I mean? Like make it at least <clears throat> somewhat worth watching. I think the talent is there with the acquisitions and the development of the people that they have there, they could make it more interesting, far more interesting than what it is right now. The, the problem, I'll tell you what the problem is with the women's division um, that I just thought about. Cause you just said they have the talent there. Then I'm going through my head. Do they really have the talent? You gotta think they're top tier talent. They're top tier. And I'm, I'm even going to put Saray on this, even though I think she's washed. She's, I said this from the start. It was a terrible signing. She's washed, but she's still a star. She's still a name. And then, yes. uh, then you have Baker. And then, then you have Tony Storm. I guess she's not a star. Like she's not a stud. She's not a like if you if you look at it in the fantasy football world, she's not a Stephon Diggs or Jamar Chase. She's more of a Tyler Lockett. Really good. Mm-hmm. She's not really like a like she's not like you're not she's not the the bell of the ball. She's not the one that's gonna headline your pay per view. 
she can get built that way, but she's not because now she's stuck in some stupid angle where nobody likes. If you would have kept her baby face and dominant, she would have been. She probably would have been somewhere better. I think because I think she's just playing second fiddle. You, that's the problem. Yeah. You got your main stars and your world champion in a little bullshit feud trios, outsiders versus originals. Your championship is meaningless right now. In these signings, you like Ruby Soho. These outsiders. You're using them in the wrong way. You could have a banger um, division. You just don't know how to use them. Well, there you go. Booking. So you agree. <laughs> it's a it's a booking. There's stars there. Are they mega stars? Maybe not, but big enough stars. I, w- I would say they have Serena, whether you like her or hate her, she's a big enough of a star. If you remember, there was a time right before she got cut that Ruby Riot, whenever she was Ruby Riot, started to feel like a legitimate, like she was a growing star, you know, like because they were started to put her in the right direction. She felt like more and more of a big deal. And then of course they let her go. So I feel like she's got that star potential. Let's call it that. Maybe they're not stars yet, but she's got some star potential. Um, obviously she's on the shelf and that's a problem. There's nothing they can do about it. But Chris Statlander, whenever she gets back, she's got star potential Big time, I feel like. Um, so there's uh, Cheetah. You, of course, you missed the brief period of Cheetah when she looked like she could be a big star as well. Um, so they've got some people there with star potential. It's just, like you said, you have your champion in a trios feud right now. So booking, it's a booking issue. Like there's they no, can make these people feel important. There's no reason why there shouldn't be a number one contender in Jamie Hayter being not focused. She can do both. She can be like, yeah, I have a championship match and still be in this angle to help her friends. There's no reason why there's not one number. Who's the number one contender? It's going to be someone in this trios group. Is she going to beat them all? Is she going to beat Soraya, then Tony Storm, then so like, Is that how they're going to play it? Because you know Tony Khan likes to do his little, his little you got to go through him. Hey, Adam Cole, 1,000% will go through Jake Hager. He will go through Sammy Guevara. He'll go, he'll go through them all because that's what they Tony Khan do does. <laughs> that's what Tony Khan does. He doesn't know how to do it any other way. So now Jamie Hayter has to do the same thing. It's just a bad booking. Bad. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a booking issue for sure. I don't know who's booking it, but it sucks. <laughs> Look at Jade. Look at Jade. She has not grown. She's no, grown. She, she seemed. I mean, from the beginning, yes. She's plateaued. But in a while, no. She's plateaued. Yep. Thousand percent plateaued. Um, she has not grown. She's done nothing. She's held this title and she's had these open challenges. She's done all this and that, but it's done nothing. Yeah, this there whole, needed to be. There needed to be an endpoint to that, a conclusion to that, and now. That seems directionless. And it, like, what's the point now? Like, do we get excited anymore for this record? Not really. Do we get excited for another squash match? Not really. Do we like, get excited she, for another lawsuit about a gimmick or a move or a scissor or a? No, that's so lame. How many times has he done this? Yeah, that's a bad gimmick. Oh, we're gonna sue you because you're using her. First off. Um, this lady's 30-something years old. She's probably been using that move before Jade Cargill ever got into the ring. <laughs> what are we talking about? Right. What, yeah. are we, what are we talking about? 
It's so stupid. I, I don't know. Like the, the, the way they're handling Jade, because we you know, we don't talk about her a lot, but the way not they're anymore. handling no, not anymore. They're handling it. They need to focus on story with Jade and not some oh, we've done this thing before and it worked. No, it didn't work. This whole gimmick thing where you're suing that doesn't work. It's stupid, it's lame, you see through it. Why don't we do something else? Like, guess what? This girl looks strong and big too. Let's have her do something very like impressive. Oh, I'm just as strong as Jade. And then we have a like a legit like, oh, you think you're the new bitch on the block? Boom, right there. That's all you had to do. Yeah. But I'd also like to see at this point with this record, like it feels a little insignificant. Like, let me see a list of names on that record. So what is it like 53 or 54 or something? And Oh, right now. Yeah. She hasn't beat Britt Baker. She hasn't beat Thunder Rosa. She hasn't beat, um, she, I mean, who is she, she hasn't beat Ruby. Soho. has she, I don't know. I don't know. No, I'd like to see the list too. And I would also like to see, I would just like to see Tony Khan adapt and change. Cause you, we all know he's waiting on Statlander. Like, that's the goal. The goal is to get Statlander that title. Yeah. But, but why can't we just move on? Like, so shit happens. I don't know. Because it sucks. You you have this great talent in Jade doing nothing. All right. Moving on. We were supposed to talk about Brian I, Daniels. I, I was looking while, while you were talking there. Sorry. I was, I was just looking at the list of people. Um, that Jade has fought. I'm trying to see if there's any. She, she did face Thunder Rosa, I guess, and a rampage taping. It was a triple threat with Nyla Rose and Thunder Rosa. Well, there you go. Nyla Rose, another forgotten. And I guess she beat Thunder Rosa in New Year's Smash 2021. <laughs> she has beat Ruby Soho. That was January of 2022. Let's see. We have Anna Jay, Julia Hart, Tay Conte, Anna Jay again. A lot of jobbers. A lot of jobbers. And more jobbers. So that's the thing is I think like her last legitimate win, and then we can move on. It's probably a year ago now. A year to a year and three months ago. Hmm. Like she didn't really have hardly many. I'll get Ruby Soho. I would say is the last big opponent. And that was January 5th, 2022. It's just, what's the point? Nah, it's what's the <laughs> point. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I hope you're excited about this next topic. I'm, I'm kind of Jericho. Adam Cole, baby. Did you see this coming? Because I didn't. I thought this was going to be a one and done. Daniel Garcia. We don't get to see Jericho. I should have seen it coming a mile away. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. I just figured this was kind of his welcome back match. And that's all it was. And they wanted to put him up against someone that's really good. That would be a fun match to watch. And I thought Garcia fit that bill well. So I didn't really think much beyond that. I thought we were just getting that match as a welcome back. Me too. So when Jericho came out, I'm like, what is this? 
I'm like, is he going to kick Daniel Garcia out of the, 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 the club? <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm seriously, I thought That's like it's what he, I was thinking too. Yeah. Like he was going to be fed up with him. Yeah, it just he just picked him up and glared at Cole, and I'm like, well, that's our match. I don't know. Well, did, I mean, did he did he do that one time recently before Jericho, where he did the little look over the shoulder a couple times up the ramp? I don't remember. I don't know. Okay. I, don't, I was having a little case of deja vu last night as I was watching that, but I'm like, I don't know if he has done that before or not. But it was it was kind of funny. It's just goofy Jericho stuff. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, I get the match because you're trying to load up this pay-per-view coming up and you want to have everything set up before, you know, it comes, you know, what is it, like four or five weeks away um, at this point? So Jericho versus Cole is a selling point. Buy rates, you know, they got to book strong pay-per-views. That's a a marquee match. You know, one of the greatest of all time versus the greatest now, like this modern-day Shawn Michaels, um, Mm -hmm. as people say. So, yeah, it's, it's a good matchup. But I'd like to see it five years ago. Not now, where yeah. Jericho's like kind of the slowest person in the world. <laughs> I don't know, man. Really is, Jericho, yeah. Jericho is more I, <sighs> Ric Flair, right? We all love Ric Flair. When he was in the ring, me and you, we saw him. We saw him at his oldest age possible. I'm not talking yep. about now. I'm talking about like 20 years ago when he should have been retired 20 years ago. Yeah. Are people, are young, rest like 14, 15 year olds, even 18 year olds are like, God, Jericho just needs to fucking hang it up. Like, because they didn't see his old, like, they didn't appreciate everything he did in the past because they didn't see it. Kind of yep. like with, with us and Flair and these other guys. So, like, I think he's finally reached that point where it's like, dude, hang it up. We're done. We don't need to see it anymore. Yeah. No, not, especially not to be a focal point or anything either. But it's kind of hard because he's got such a big personality, still really great on the mic. It's just in ring. It's It's just not. Like you said, it's nowhere as close to what it used to be. And it's just, it's just, it's my favorite wrestler. And I don't want to see him like this. I really don't. Yeah. I'd like to see him a more limited role. He's wrestling way too much, way too often against mega stars that should be against other mega stars. I'm not no. saying, oh, let's just see Hobbs versus Cole, but wouldn't we be excited to see Hobbs versus Cole for the TNT championship or something? I'm not even Hobbs. I'm just, you know, Ricky Starks. I don't know. Have Cole turn heel right away. Yeah, Starks versus Cole, that would be fun to watch. I mean, I'm just, just just throwing guys out there. It's just Jericho? I mean, I guess we have to have Jericho has to do something. Yeah. I don't know. Just disappoint. Chris, I would prefer Christian. Over yeah. Jericho. Oh, yeah. I, w- I was talking. I was on a show last night. Um, uh, Someone asked me to come on. We did a big WrestleMania preview. You can find it on YouTube. I won't plug it. Um, just kidding. Finn's Talk Sports Network. You can see me there. Um, we talked. I gave all of my WrestleMania predictions, so we won't talk about it anywhere else. Um, I said this: Christian is still performing at the same level as Edge, or another like a not in your prime, but still very good, especially on the mic. Look what he did with Jungle Boy; that was a great feud, even though it drug on forever because the injuries. I would like yes. to see that with Cole. I would love to see that with Cole. With Jericho, it's going to be the same shit. You gotta go through him. You gotta go through him. I'm the best. With Christian, he gets personal. He gets into stories. He could be. He would do stuff like he's a. He's more of a snake heel. He might get Britt Baker like capture. Who knows? But he would get personal. Whereas Jericho is more of a comedy act now, and I hate it. I just hate it. Yeah. I hate comedy Jericho. I want serious Jericho. I want tuxedo Jericho again. <laughs> but comedy Jericho is good, but to an extent, I get what you're saying. 
I don't know. This whole appreciation society is bad. It's one of the worst. It's one of the worst things he's ever done in his career. So it started off good, but then when Vince left, then that it just killed the momentum of it. It's time to hit the reset button and do something different. I agree, but I'm excited for at least I'm excited for Adam Cole to be back. What's up with the uh, the streamers? Did he win the title last night? Did he? <laughs> I, I'm just confused. Did he, did he become number one contender at least? Did he? No, that was just Tony's way of telling him welcome back. Probably because he sustained an injury. I'm guessing they did that because he sustained his injury, of course, in AEW and then made his way back. There you so, go. So, he Chris, was just, so he was pumped. Chris Statlander better get streamers. I hope so. Um, he deserves it. Uh, anyone that's Miro when he comes back better get streamers. Yeah, but he's not out due to injury. Uh, CM Punk when he gets back. Oh God! I expect streamers. That would be that would be awful. <laughs> uh, demand Kenny Omega. Did he get streamers? No, no, it's ridiculous. You know why? No, they he did? got a trios title. Yeah, but streamers, streamers. <laughs> this is this is funny. I don't know. I, I I was watching. Like, what what happened? Did he did he just win an American Idol? I don't understand what's <laughs> happening. Uh, no. Speaking of not knowing what's happening today on Twitter or, or somewhere, Tony Khan and is announced that he's going to have a huge announcement. I got a huge announcement on Dynamite this Wednesday. None of my huge announcements have ever been good, but I promise you this one won't be good as well. Like, what's he going to say? <laughs> um. I'm hoping that they're going to switch their streaming service to HBO. <laughs> I hope that's their big announcement. I've seen it rumored. I hope that's it. And then if you have HBO, then you get the pay-per-views for free. That would be awesome. I have HBO Max, so let's do that. Me but too. So yeah. I'm good with it. Here, here's his announcement. Um, Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door, we're going to have Orange Cassidy versus... And he's going to name some random Japanese grandpa. Yeah, no, don't do grandpa. That. Don't do that. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus grandpa. Don't do don't say it. No, but I don't think I, it's to the point now where every time he says huge announcement, I just scoff. <laughs> okay. Sure, buddy. Sure. Yeah. It worked and the I, first I couple that, times. I see that being the general reaction online too. It's, it's kind of, it's the boy who cried wolf at this point. Yes, I'm. I'm not going to be. T- I will be tuning in because I do anyway. But I will not be tuning in specifically for a huge announcement that you'll announce at eight fifty that has that nobody cares about. All access. Yeah, so maybe he should just say that he has an announcement and not hype it up as a huge announcement. I know what it is. You do. You no, already know. No, but think about this. There's the rumors of that Saturday show coming out. Um, did you hear about this Saturday show? No. Yeah. Okay. You don't know about the Saturday show. Let me, let me pull it up on the Google machine real quick. Yeah. they they, they, um, they signed off on a Saturday show starting soon. Um, and they already have the, uh, the name trademarked. <clears throat> so let me, I think I remember hearing about a potential, another show, but I didn't know it was necessarily going to be on Saturday. Yeah, eight. Um, it's an it's a third show. It's gonna be on Saturday, like around six o'clock. And I forgot what it's called, but they already, um, they already like trademarked a television show, um, for what it's called. And I'm like, no. who's gonna watch another tape show on Saturday at six o'clock? Yeah, nobody. You need 
the live show Monday at seven o'clock. I mean, it's like, I think that's going to be the huge announcement. I think that's going to be the huge announcement. I think he's going to yeah, announce a new tape show. Yeah. Like, Oh, we got this new, um, Saturday night show. Um, I, I can't, why can't I think of the name? So they're going to have five shows now. Okay, uh, Saturday night show name. Well, I mean, all access is a reality show, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about dynamite rampage. Or is it another, like a wrestling show? Yeah. Yeah. It's a wrestling so show. Dynamite rampage, dark and dark elevation. And now this one. So there's going to be five wrestling shows. Um, I guess, <laughs> but nobody watches any of them except for no Dynamite. Watches four of them. collision, yeah. collision, a W collision. Okay. Collision. Yeah. <laughs> the only way this would work is if you scrap rampage and you get the six Oh five slot to, I don't know, maybe two hours. Yeah, I guess two hours. Right. And you make it live Saturday night. Yeah, it's got to be live. Live. But they won't. It's going to be a tape show. Because yeah. when who who's, first off, who's going to go to a live show that's only an hour? Who's going to make the drive, park, get concessions for a one hour show? Live. Nobody. 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 No, they need another two hour live show. And that's what yes, they need. Yes. So that's why. Trade, trade in all these pre tape shows. For a two-hour live show. Like, I was arguing with someone about Rampage the other day. Like, oh, oh you you have to, you can watch it anytime you want. You don't need to watch it at a time slot. And I said, well, yeah, by the time it's Saturday, I'm doing stuff. Sunday, I'm doing stuff. By the time Monday hits, Raw's already on, and the wrestling week is reset. Yep. So why would I ever watch this? And plus, no stories ever get advanced. Taped wrestling shows don't sell. No. They suck. No. And it would just be like watching any taped sports i mean if i want to watch like people are like well just enjoy wrestling i do enjoy wrestling but if i want to watch some random wrestling match with no context i'll just go on youtube and youtube what i want to watch yep (laughs) that's what i'll do i don't want to tune in to see orange cassidy versus the butcher i know that was on dynamite but you you get that's the i don't want to see the new keith lee (laughs) in dustin Rhodes with their new have you seen that have you seen his cape this is worse than Bear Claw. <laughs> no, I haven't. He's got a cape. You've not. You have not seen his new look. No. You gotta look. Just Google it real quick on your phone. Like I'll, I'll, I'll cover for you. I'll, I'll start talking. Keep going. I'm gonna look it up right now. Like, Keith Lee with a cape. He, just look up Keith Lee with Dustin Rhodes. Like he just changed his gimmick. He's some kind of like warlord looking guy. Looks like Doctor Strange. He has his. He has like yellow hair, or I don't know what his hair color is now. It's just. Awful. It's worse than the bear claw or bear cat. It's worse. Where did Keith Lee go? When did the swerve, where did swerve go? Where did Keith Lee go? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. They're probably on elevation. (laughs) The dark elevation. Did you find Keith Lee yet? I see his, um, I was looking on Twitter first and I see his, uh, his profile picture there. He looks like he's wearing some sort of a uh, hood. Well, he always wore a hood. Like, he always wore a hood, so it's not a big deal. Just, you can't look at, Keith Lee is too embarrassed to post this, so he won't post it on his own page. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yep, now I see. I I switched over instead of going to his page. Yeah, he won't post it. photos. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's bad. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? 
like a Halloween costume. <laughs> what is this? Who made up? Who? So I want to say this, this for the people that continually to bash WWE for their bad gimmicks, which trust me, they have bad gimmicks. So does AEW. You can't tell me that this is a bad idea with a wrestler we all wanted to see do well. Tony Khan's yeah. doing the same shit that WWE was doing. Yep. We just don't call it out. Yeah, no, he's definitely dropping the ball with a couple of them, Keith Lee being one of them. We just don't call it out. You know why? Because AEW fans are loyal and they are petty and they will they will just turn it around and go, well, because WWE already ruined him and Tony Khan got damaged goods. That's what they'll say. AEW you know. fans are blind and they're, they're irrational, just like WWE fans. The real ones, the good people, are the ones in the middle. Who just go, yep. I just like wrestling. Yeah. That's it. Gonna call a spade a spade. I mean, I'll tell you what, I've been watching a lot of the E. I know I said I was gonna boycott it, but I've been watching a lot of it. I won't talk about it, but it's been good it's been good. It's been better than this. It's been better than what we've been watching on Wednesday night. Yeah. It has been. Way better. Beyond better. LA night is killing it right now. Anyway, all access. I did not get to watch it because it was late. Who's gonna, Chris, you are an old man. What are you doing up at 11 o'clock watching this All Access? Um, I did not watch it at 11 o'clock. I was asleep by about 10.10. I barely made it through the main event last night, but I DVR'd it. So as soon as the main event went off, I rolled over and went to sleep. I didn't watch this until I got home from work today. So watched a little bit, about a half hour of it, paused to make dinner, eat dinner, and then watched the other half of it right before we jumped on the phone. So no way, I, no way I'll be able to stay up and watch it every week. But that being said, I did watch this episode. It was really good. I think that at some point in the next few days, you should definitely watch it. Um. I do like their behind-the-scenes stuff, especially for people like us who watch the show week in and week out. It's interesting to see them go over some of the backstage stuff because I was like, well, how much are they going to expose? Are they going to like really try to keep themselves in a good light? Or like, what are they doing here? You know, it's the... And so it's interesting that it opened up and they're basically talking shit about Thunder Rosa and about how... Um, she was champion and she can't show up to work and how she still uh, was making time to go off to other signings and public appearances. And, you know, she was saying she was injured, but they said, normally if you're injured, like you can't even get on the plane to go fly anywhere, but yet she's still able to go, go here, go there, make this public appearance so like they were basically in the backstage, it was, you know, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, Soraya, and they were all just kind of huddled up and they were just kind of lacing into her about how they don't really care too much for her. So you got a little bit of a taste of that backstage drama that we've been hearing about between all of them. Hmm. So I like that they didn't really, you know, keep that out, you know, like they, they talk about the problems that are there. Um, so I thought that was good. The young bucks, they dove into that a little bit. The young bucks said they didn't want to talk about it too much, but you know, they did address the fact that 
you know, how they were suspended. Like this is taking place. It seems like right around the time um, their video footage was right when they just got back to AEW for their segments, just got back. Like literally it shows them coming into the back, shaking hands with people and everyone saying, Hey, welcome back. And um, then just talking about the toll that it took on them. They had mentioned how they've been wrestling forever. You know, it showed some of their home video footage, their wrestling rings from whenever they first got started as teenagers. And they said that eight weeks that they had to be off was the longest they've ever gone without wrestling since they started. So it felt real weird to them. They talked about how they thought about in that time, should they just retire and just call it quits? And right as they were kind of debating that their suspension was up, they started, you know, they came back, started taking bumps to get warmed up again. And that's what kind of got their blood flowing and got them motivated to keep going. So kind of almost like if their suspension would have been much longer, maybe another month longer or something, they may have never made it back. Um, so all that was really interesting. Then bringing all that up. And then there was a lot that was emphasizing the Adam Cole injury, you know, him talking about, they showed the replay of where he got his second concussion. Um, it wasn't, you know, on a spot that necessarily looked really bad. You know, we always talk about AEW and people getting hurt off bad spots and, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't look horribly bad, but, you know, he had just had a cushion a few weeks prior and just talking about his road to recovery and all the troubles he had gone through and Britt Baker talking about how, you know, she's trying to stay focused. You really need to be focused when you're in your matches and your storylines, but she can't help but to think about him who's stuck at home and can't wrestle and struggling and having all these headaches and, he, of course, he couldn't travel anywhere. He couldn't even go along and hang out in the back because of how bad his injury was. And so, you know, their doctor visit and everything. And he was trying to get cleared to come back in time for um, full gear. That's what that's when he wanted to be back. And they had told him no. They said it would be a bad idea for him because he's not fully healed. And then he could easily, very easily get injured again and then be done forever. So they told him to wait it out. So for him to think that he was hopeful that he was going to be back in November and then he had to sit on the shelf for another four months. Yeah. So it was good. It was nice to get like that behind the scenes look. Um, and then the other thing they talked about a little bit, is just the Sammy and Tay, Ty Conti and you know, how everybody loved them and hated them. And Sammy talking about getting his chance to go up against uh, Brian Danielson, who was someone he watched when he was a kid. So, it was good. It was overall really good. Next week, I think they're going to get more into the Thunder Rosa thing. It's going to get a little more heated. And it's it's like you're going to finally, we're going to see the stories behind all the drama that we've been hearing about for the last, what, six months to a year. So I like the fact that they're not completely shielding us from that. You know what I mean? And not just doing, oh, it's tough being on the road and this and that and you know, it's actually showing some of the real problems behind the scenes. So I appreciate that. Nice. Was Tony Khan in it at all? Uh, I mean, he's in it. He's not talking or anything, but there's shots of him in it. 
Okay, so, so but he's not a focal point of any of it. It's not him being interviewed. It's just little quick, you know, one, two second clips of him in the back producing the show. So two things about reality TV and the Bucks in general. Very petty are the Bucks. Very, very petty. Um, I've heard, I want, I want to watch to see how petty they are on TV compared to what they are on being the elite. Um, remember, they're also funnier. They're funny people. So I'm not, what I mean by petty is I'm petty as well. So I get it. Um, I saw when they got beat up. Um, last episode on Dynamite, they covered CM Punk's face on the truck with that big box. Yes. Yep. Remember, I told you like months ago, months ago, I said I'm being the elite. Every time they do a backstage segment, they stand in front of Punk's, Punk's photo on purpose to block him yep. out. Like, like Matt will stand in front of it. I fucking I can't believe no one else has brought that up. I've never heard one person say it, and it's been confirmed they did do it on purpose because of Dynamite. That's awesome. I would do it too. Now. Yep. I want to know if they ever will talk about Punk. I wonder because, and I wonder if they're going to allow Punk on because he was there, he was there backstage. So I wonder if they're going to feature him on All Access, or at least any of his matches or anything. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because again, it looks like a lot of this stuff was filmed months and months ago. No, they said they had yeah. brawl out on there because, well. Someone I'm saying they were talking all about full gear, you know, so the footage is older. So I don't know, maybe do they already have stuff in there? What I'm saying is as things were leading up to the problem before they, everything blew up. So maybe he is in there. some. but like for the young bucks, segment, they didn't really talk a whole lot. They didn't really bring up his name or talk a whole lot. They did like, they were addressing the situation. Like we all know what they're talking about without them having to say it and talking about, you know, how, what a big setback it was for their career and, and all this other stuff. So they do talk about it, but they don't go in on him. Did you see, did you remember that promo? Not promo, but remember when the elite came back and they didn't speak for weeks. They just kept, they just kept on coming out either wrestling or whatever. Didn't speak. We don't know why they're back or whatever. Remember all that? And remember they came out and they did an entrance and then the, they got beat up by the house of black and then that was the end of the segment. They went to commercial. Remember that? Vaguely, yes. <sighs> Remember, we're like, what the heck was that? They went to commercial. So I guess they didn't have anything planned. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, my favorite, by the way, this is out of context. I just thought of it because of all access. My favorite being the elite scene in a long time. Because I was, I still watch the show. <laughs> Kenny Omega, before like he was filming for BTE during this episode, he said, come on, guys. We, we haven't told them why we're back. We haven't told them what happened. We haven't told them anything. We're about to tell everyone everything. So it's going out there, hit our music, and we're about to spill the beans on all the news. <laughs> and then they got scenes of them getting beat up by House of Black. And I'm like, that shit's fucking funny. Like yeah. that, I love that stuff. I love Kenny Omega. He's the best. Yeah. Anyway, I wish I want to see. I hope they you can see their real personalities on this show, not manufactured nonsense and i'm curious no it it seemed it seemed more genuine more um about them like i said just talking about what it did to them mentally trying to grasp what was going on and how they had made a mistake and yeah it seemed more like real them like they weren't playing characters so i think you'll enjoy it good 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 all right so next topic um if you do want to get into it because i know you didn't listen to the whole thing we had the John Moxley podcast. Um, yep. I'm going to go ahead and delete our last one because we are running super late. We can talk about that later. Okay. I want to get into the Moxley podcast because 
this was big news. A lot of people took it out of context. Um, the words he was saying. He was never, like, if you listen to the entire thing, which I did, all you need is the first 20 minutes. You listen to everything yep. you needed to listen to. Yep. He never brought up his name, Phil, or Punk, or CM, or whatever. He just called him a piece of shit one time, or that, that piece of shit, or I think he said something like that. Or what's mm-hmm. his fuck, what's his fuck, or something like that. He never addressed his name. Um, He never once called him out. He never said this and that. He just said he's tired of the drama. He's the most drama he's ever been with, dealt with. And yep. He just wants to wrestle. He doesn't give a fuck. He was, he'll do anything for that company. Pretty much saying he is the man without saying I'm the man. I mean, he has an ego. Everyone does. But people like were thinking he was attacking Punk. He never once did. Not once. Did you hear him attack Punk once? Um, not so much. He just kind of... Like you said, he was kind of saying that he's just overall of the, the drama in itself and um, how he, you know, he could have complained about a lot of things. But he's just, like you said, he's just there to wrestle. He just wants to wrestle. He just wants to have a good time. And he's just kind of tired of all the extra stuff that goes on there. He's ready for that stuff to be over. Do you think, because he said I could say a lot of stuff. Like, he could. I mean... I would. I think he's the one in the middle of the whole situation. Not in the middle because he wasn't involved with the fight or anything, but he's the go-to. Tony Khan's probably most loyalist besides Jericho. Jericho's the biggest stooge on the in the world right now. Um, but do you think he's got a problem with the Bucks and Omega as well, or do you think he's just? I'm talking about Moxley, not Punk. We know Punk does, but do yeah. you think he's just like fuck you guys and fuck you guys, like figure it out, or is he just? Literally doesn't care because there's guys or people. There's just people that just don't. Care. They just keep on going through life, no drama, mm-hmm. no nothing. Like he sounds like that kind of guy. Yeah, I mean that's what he's trying to say is he doesn't really care who you are. Like, can we just put all the egos and all the, you know, where he was talking about? Hey, I could, I could have walked over to SummerSlam with, with the belt, or you know, I could have done this or that, or I changed my vacation plans and. You know, like, hey, let's just, this is an awesome company. Like, let's just make this work. Like, just everyone do your part. It's not always going to be glamorous. There's going to be some things you don't like. Just go along with it, and, and let's just get through it. Let's just make this fun. Let's not make this work. Let's make this fun. That's kind of the whole vibe I got from that that podcast of what he was trying to get across, what I thought he was trying to get across. I took the vibe more as let's show to work and let's get to work. And let's get the wrestling, because um, mm-hmm. that's all he was talking about. Like he wanted, he he even said, like, why are we talking about this? Kenny Omega and your Viking though just had a fucking banger. We're talking about this. Yep. Um, you know, and then he started talking about Marina Shafir and how he's she's getting better and how he's helping her out and how he's he's a coach. He doesn't want to be a producer. He just wants to be a coach and he loves coaching these people up. That's what they need. They need more leaders in that locker room and they need more young people to listen. Yep. They need more of these. I'm not saying these guys don't listen, but I, they don't listen. There's a lot of guys who just, through reports, are like, nah, fuck you, old man. We'll do what we want to do. Yep. Um, and I just wish more people took that coaching from people like a Moxley or Jericho or Brian Danielson. You know, you don't know everything. And I think that place has a big problem with egos. Yeah, for sure. Egos. Because you know why? Because they have a, le- a weak leader in Tony Khan. Very weak. 
maybe a, a people pleaser. I think he's just a, a mark. I think he's just seriously. I think he's just a fan. Like I'm watching. Yeah. I don't know if you're watching Ted Lasso um, live like I am. Like every episode comes out, I watch it. Mm-mm. I don't know if you ever watched Ted Lasso. Should. Um, it's a great show. But they just acquired an all-star, like literally one of the best players on the planet in their world. Okay. And Ted Lasso is more of a pushover, just wants people pleaser. Literally Tony Khan, but he's not a mark. He's just a people pleaser. And this superstar is taking over the locker room currently right now. Take and he's like he'll stand in front of Ted Lasso and all this stuff. He'll just do everything. I feel like that's what they're doing to Tony Khan. He's just and he's just smiling. When Punk was going nuts, he was just smiling, nodding away. The fuck are you doing? Turn <laughs> off the mic. Tell him to yeah. shut up. Be a boss. Yep. And he's not a boss. He's a friend. And that's a problem. Yeah, he does want to be everybody's friend for sure. That's a problem. Yep. So. That's it. That's all I got to say about this. Okay. They'll never get better. Oh, I did like the fact that Moxley um, told Jericho to fuck off for not doing another um, stadium stampede match. I hate those things. <laughs> did you know about that? Did you listen to that no. part? No, I didn't know you that far. The Anarchy in an arena match was supposed to be a stadium stampede, and, and Moxley's like, fuck that. You guys already did that. We're not doing that. No, fuck yeah. that. We're doing something else. Yeah, once was enough. Twice. They did it twice. Once was enough. <laughs> <laughs> I get your point, Chris. I get your point. Yep. Um, but hey, uh, I hope you enjoy your uh, birthday, your your fiance's birthday's weekend. Um, yep. I'll be sitting at home watching WrestleMania two nights. Um, I'll be watching them live, so I will be on Twitter tweeting about it. Um, I'm really. I just want to give out my really hopes for the show. I know we're not talking okay. about but hopes, just hopes. Let's hear your hopes. Hopes. I hope that Roman wins. <clears throat> I hope that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win. Yep. And I hope Charlotte loses. There you go. And I hope I Bray Wyatt. And I hope Bray Wyatt never shows up again <laughs> for his mental s- self. Because people want to say he's sick. No, he walked out. Yeah. What about you? You gonna watch it? What are your hopes? Because I know you're gonna watch it. You're gonna say, no. Here's what you're gonna do, Josh. What matches should I watch? <laughs> what matches do I need to watch? Are there any that were good? That's what I do. Just tell me the good ones so I can skip past all the bad ones. Yes, yes, yes. I will probably, if I don't watch it live, and maybe Monday night, I will try to watch. Well, no, because then Monday is the Raw after don't, WrestleMania. Don't worry about um, it. Just watch it whenever because we're not going to cover it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'll at some point probably watch the tag match. And then the, um, I may watch the main event Sunday night because she'll probably long be passed out at that point. So I might tune in at that point and see what's going on. Yeah, Chris is gonna, Chris is gonna, you know, I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I just, you know, I feel like as the months go on, AEW is just getting better, and I feel like the show is gonna get better because the show, like the show we're watching, is getting better. So. Can't wait to go into the summer months with maybe, you know, new MJF feuds and new Adam Cole feuds. I just love the future of the show. So if you want more content like uh, pictures of my chest burn or me talking about fantasy football or anything else nonsense, Josh Kimmel, OUS. Um, If you want me to hear me call uh, Republicans and Democrats the C-words literally all day on Twitter because I'm equal opportunist with that. 
Go ahead and follow yeah. me on Twitter. Josh Kimmel OUS. You got me sold. I'll give you a follow. I block. I, I, I first I call them C word and then I block them. Very, very not petty. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And we can find Chris, uh, RTW Chris. I, I tagged you in a tweet. Hey, I did a, um, we'll talk about it off air, but you need to get, you need to get, um, you, what you need to do, Chris, is get verified and then cancel and they will never charge you. Yeah. Do it, Chris. I'm telling you. I'm going to just never change my name. <laughs> Are you ever going to change your name? Nope. I want to change my profile picture so bad, but it says if you do, we're going to, it says, it literally tells you your blue check mark will go away for a couple of days, but will return with the new profile picture to verify. No, no, no. I'm, like, I'm like, mine's not coming back because I don't, I don't pay no. for it. <laughs> yep. It'll right. never be back. Any last words for us, Chris? I'm just, as always, looking forward to some good wrestling. Hopefully, we got some uh, some good stuff to talk about next week. Peace out, guys. All right, see you. <laughs>